resulting in devastating injuries, including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve. But passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation, 800-490-8291. Let our experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-490-8291. That's 800-490-8291. Again, 800-490-8291. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. Auburn Wine and Spirits, offering whiskeys from around the globe, craft beer, and wine of all types. Auburn Wine and Spirits has been bringing our selection of 2,000 wines to Wichita since 2008. Right now, Auburn Wine and Spirits is looking for a sales associate. If you want to work in a fun environment with competitive wages and are at least 21 years old, part-time and full-time schedules are available. Apply in person at 320 North Rock Road or send your resume to wine at auburnwichita.com. This is SportsCenter. I'm Kevin Winter, round one of the 58th edition of the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill is ongoing right now. Chris Kirk and Cameron Young each fired five under 67s earlier this morning. Adam Schneck, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth are among six golfers who are at four under par. One shot off the pace. John Rahm is among the featured groups that are being showcased on ESPN Plus right now. Rahm has got it to the three-under mark. He's playing the 13th hole again. Featured hole, featured group coverage is airing on ESPN Plus. The Los Angeles Lakers announcing today. LeBron James is going to have his right foot reevaluated in about three weeks. He suffered a tendon injury in that right foot in the comeback win over the Mavericks on Sunday. Lakers then lost earlier in the week, picked up a much-needed win in Oklahoma City without LeBron and Anthony Davis last night. Jalen Carter back at the NFL scouting combine at Indy one day after he was arrested and charged with a pair of misdemeanors in Georgia in relation to the January 15th crash that killed a teammate and a Bulldogs recruiting staff member right after the Georgia Bulldogs parade. How would you love a chance to save some money on car insurance? GEICO can help. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, 
is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O. H to the O V. I used to Welcome into the second hour of the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We're also online at ESPNWichita.com. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Stropman. Producing is Jack Johnson. 316-669-4996. That's the hotline. Keep that handy as we'll be giving away tickets to Wichita State Baseball this weekend. That's coming up in moments. You can also interact with us on the text line, 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN Wichita. Pat Strothman, Johnny J underscore 15. And you can also message us on Facebook as well, ESPN Wichita 92.3 on there. Coming up, we'll talk about the NFL and what's going on at the Combine, plus a three-question Thursday with Jack. But right now we go to the phones and we talk some college basketball with one of the best to cover the game. It's C.J. Moore from The Athletic, who is on the show once again. C.J. Here we are. It's the month of March, and your dog is certainly excited for March Madness just around the corner. How are things going, man? Either that or the UPS truck that uh, has decided to drive down my street. She's not too thrilled about. But, uh, you know, other than trying to uh, muzzle her right now, I'm doing okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining us, man. We're, we're dog lovers, so it's no big deal. If she wants to be a part of the show, that's totally fine. That is no no big deal. Maybe she's trying to say that uh, Kansas won another Big 12 championship outright, and maybe she's just all up in arms about that. Can you able to get an outright conference championship after a loss for Texas against TCU last night? How incredible is it that Kansas is winning an outright conference championship in this type of a season, CJ, how incredible is it for Bill Self and the Jayhawks to get this done? Well, um, you know, considering everything Kansas lost last year, six of its top ro- eight rotation players, um, considering the Jayhawks uh, not that long ago were sitting at six and four in conference, and if you looked at Ken Prom. Pomeroy projections at that time, I think, you know, it had a bunch of teams jumbled up at like um, anticipated to finish 12 and 6, I think, or something like that. Um, you know, Kansas might end up going at 14 and 4. So to, to have this record and uh, to do it in a year where um, it had to replace so much and, and the best league in the country, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. And, and um, it just, you know, I think folks almost this, this part of the country, because Kansas does it like basically on an annual basis, you almost um, take for granted how how incredible the consistency is that um, that program has been able to maintain. And um, yet yet another one, you know. <laughs> anytime you you doubt, on, like it, it's kind of funny that like um, every year the coaches just wouldn't submit Kansas to win the the Big Twelve. I even myself was dumb enough to pick Baylor to win the league in the, in the preseason. Um, I guess trying to be different. I, I don't know, but, uh, you, you just might as well pencil in Kansas every, every single year in the preseason to win the league. And, and most of the time you're going to be right. 
Yeah, well, as you brought up, you lose Ochai Baji, Christian Brown, David McCormick, Remy Martin. You, you lose these guys, and yeah, Dewan Harris is back, and yeah, you got Jalen Wilson back, but is he really going to take that Ochai Abaji leap? Is Kansas going mm-hmm. to develop a bench? There's so many question marks with this, with this Kansas team, but yet here they are as outright conference champs. Dewan Harris has certainly played at a high level, but I want to ask you about Kevin McCuller. There for a little bit, I didn't know, CJ, because you watch him and you're like, man, I don't know about his shooting and defensively, he could certainly bring it there, but you know, rebounding maybe wasn't the greatest, and maybe he turned the ball over a little bit too much. He, he kept finding ways to make a big shot or a big free throw, which that certainly helped him. But I think a lot mm-hmm. of people really doubted him. And now down the stretch, after watching Kansas the last couple of weeks, I know everyone wants to point to Dewan Harris and certainly Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick and KJ Adams, but I think the the emergence of Kevin McCuller has been equally as big, if not bigger, than maybe some of those other guys. What, what do you make of this Kansas team with what Kevin McCuller has been able to do in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, when, when, when Kevin and DeWan Harris play well, Kansas is really hard to beat. And um, you know, those two guys have probably been their best two players consi- over you know, considering consistency and everything else um, these last few weeks. And I just took, think it took him a little bit of time to – I remember in the preseason, Bill told me – Bill Self told me that um, he was ahead of where they thought he'd be offensively. I think he had a really good offensive preseason, but he was a little behind of where they thought he'd be defensively. But the expectations were so high because he was such a good defender at, at Texas Tech. And when he when he made the move to Kansas, you got to understand like they run a different scheme. You know, the Texas Tech scheme is is different than than well it's not different than a lot of Big 12 teams because a lot of Big 12 teams run it but that no middle defense you're forcing the ball towards the towards the sideline um you know you, you position your feet in a different way you, it's, it's just a different way of playing defense than, than Kansas now plays and um I think it took him a little bit of time to get comfortable there I think it took him a little bit of time to get comfortable with the offense but he's been he's been great lately and um you're right that you know, early in the year, he seemed to he would have games where he played terrible, but he'd make a big play down the stretch, and um, he's continued to to make really big plays down the stretch. But now, he's, you know, he's been better in the first thirty eight minutes, and, and that's been huge for Kansas. Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, Kansas. I know Jalen Wilson got to twenty plus the other game for KU, but there for a little bit, it was Jalen Wilson hitting that little brick wall. But yet Kansas found a way to grind it out. And I don't know, I, I don't want to say I really doubted Bill Self and what he's able to do as a coach and you know, with this team and, and their their toughness. I know Bill Self talks about them being soft a lot. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Bill Self says it every single year. But with Jalen Wilson hitting that, that brick wall when it comes to scoring, I think we were all curious, can this team find a way to, to continue to grind things out? And I think we found out that they – certainly can so how beneficial has it been for kansas to you know run into that to where Jalen wilson is is hitting a little scoring lull but yet other guys are able to pick it up and they can win ugly how big of a deal is that going into the tournament yeah it's it's big um you know if you remember last year um ochai had his worst game of the year on senior night he went one of 11 from the field and they still managed to win that game and 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 when he wasn't having a great you know, beginning of the tournament last year, he, he was good in the final four, but, and, and I, you know, good in like that second half of the Miami game, but he wasn't having his, his best 
games prior to that, and you know they they still knew that they they could bank on hey we we've done it when he hasn't been good before, and and we can do it again. And um, you know I, I think with Jalen, he's kind of always going to get his eventually in most games. Um, you know because even if he's not hitting perimeter shots, he can he can get to the basket and score. I think the key for this Kansas team is three guys. I think it's Grady Dick, Dewan Harris, and Kevin McCuller. I think if they're getting good productivity out of those three, um, if like two of the three are on, I think Kansas is, is, is pretty tough to beat. Now, if Grady Dick's not shooting the ball well, if Jalen's not shooting the ball well, um, you saw the other night, like the offense can, can struggle. Now they can win with their defense, but um, it's, it's going to be tough. You know, they're, they're, end of their season could come in the NCAA tournament if, if, you know, like all three of those guys are off and, um, you know, maybe another team throws in some threes and um, you, you struggle to, to stop them offensively. You, know, you can only stop a team offensively so so much, right? Like they're yeah. going to score eventually. So um, I think those three guys will probably dictate how far this, this Kansas team goes. C.J. Moore from The Athletic here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM, breaking down some college basketball with C.J. We'll transition to K-State in just a little bit. But, C.J., Grady Dick goes over in what could be his final game at Allen Fieldhouse. I'm not sure. I I don't know how many people have realized that or not, but I know around here I think we all think that he's going to go on to to the NBA draft after this season. So, when it comes to Grady Dick, him going over, I know that's unlike him. What have you seen from Grady Dick over the course of the season? Has he gotten better defensively, in your opinion? Is he still a defensive liability? Shooting-wise, is there is there a reason to why maybe he went over the other day? Is it simply just teams keying on him? What do you make of, of Grady Dick to this point going into his first Big 12 tournament as well as NCAA tournament? I think the other night was just kind of a weird outlier. Maybe him knowing that it's probably his last game at, at Allen Fieldhouse, you know, putting a little bit more pressure on himself. Who knows? But he got good shots. And if he gets those shots, he's going to make them um, at a pretty good rate most of the time. So, um, you know, I, I think he's gotten better defensively as, as the season's progressed. I don't think he's a great defender, but I think he's, you know, he, he brings something. He's, he's good at getting to loose balls. He's good at tapping them out. He's, he's got length. Um, you know, so he's not easy to, to score over. He's gotten better at moving his feet, but I think what stood out to me the last few weeks is he has been more aggressive looking for his shot. I think they've been better at finding ways to, to get him shots. Um, you know, you look at his three games before the other night, he took nine, 10 and eight threes. Um, if they're getting him that number of, of outside shots and they're the most of the time pretty good looks, you know, he's going to shoot it at a pretty good rate. So um, I think the fact that he's been more aggressive lately is, is probably a positive thing for Kansas. I saw that you wrote an article about Bill Self being the greatest regular season basketball coach in college basketball history. You don't have to give your article away completely, but what what did you what did you find when going down that path and writing that article? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, just I've, I've kind of done this the last few years is, is, is look back at, historically what other great coaches did in their leagues and um what he's done you know he's won 21 of 26 league titles um when he's coached in a league with a 
coached in a league with, that, that it, like, sorry, it's it's hard hard to to, to phrase that, right? It, <laughs> sure, it, it yeah. was easier when I was writing it. Yeah, of course. The, yeah. The, the, the first four years he coached, he coached at Oral Roberts. He didn't coach in a league. They were an independent. Since that time, when he got the Tulsa job, he's won the league title 21 out of 26 years. Like, that's just remarkable. Nobody wins that consistently. Everybody seems to have a down year, even great, great coaches like Mike Krzyzewski, um, like Roy Williams. They had some down years sprinkled in there, and he doesn't. Um, so that that's that's kind of where – that's the genesis of my argument, basically, and um, it's you know it's pretty amazing what he's been able to do. Yeah, no doubt. And don't worry, it's it's no big deal. We know we know what you <laughs> what you're trying to say there. It's it's not it's not as easy as you brought up. It's certainly easier to type than to say some things sometimes. It's just just the way of life. That's for darn short. Now we transition to K State. K State was able to dominate Oklahoma last night, shooting seventy percent in the second half. And Jerome Tang and the Wildcats, here they are. They're, they're starting the streak going into postseason play. Now they still have West Virginia coming up on Saturday. And if they get that win, then they could be the number two seed in the Big 12 tournament for a team that was picked at last in the conference. Just in, incredible. What has K-State been able to do to get out of its slump? Because, you know, like Kansas, Bill Self, I think we saw the adjustments for Jerome Tate and K-State, what has K-State done to get out of the slump to where they're playing their best basketball now? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I think everybody kind of goes through these ebbs and flows um, when you're in a conference as, as good as the Big 12. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think obviously um, Marquise Noel uh, has been more efficient and, and playing at a higher level lately. Um you know, he moved, I know he moved Desi Sills into the starting lineup, and I think that helps. Um, and he's been playing a ton of minutes lately. I think that helps Marquise. It gives them a secondary handler on the floor and, and doesn't make it so so much as, as, as put on Marquise to do everything. So if, if you're looking at a, a tweak that he made, um, I think that's it, and that's probably helped them offensively. Okay, yeah, because I do find it interesting. I was talking to the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, yesterday. I said, look, Wyatt, I know some people want to you know, look at Dizzy Sills being put in the starting lineup, but there is a little correlation there. They are undefeated since he got moved to the starting lineup, right? So you do have to kind of point that out. But the other thing, though, is I think that with this K-State team and the Big 12, and maybe we're, we're putting too much stock into this, but – if you look at the Big 12 as a whole, certainly it's not just K-State that struggled on the road. There were a lot of teams that struggled on the road this year in mm-hmm. the Big 12. But with K-State getting the win at Oklahoma State, I couldn't help but just go, all right, well, that's maybe what I needed to see with this team going into neutral site games like the Big 12 tournament and the NCAA tournament. I felt like that was big for just the psyche of Kansas State? Or am I putting too much stock into that with this K-State team? Maybe I'm just foolish thinking that. Obviously, you want to feel good about yourself going into to the postseason. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, being able to go win on the road um, shows really, really good teams can do that. And, um, you know, it's pretty remarkable. If they win this weekend, um, no matter what the rest of the league happens in the rest of the league, they'll finish second. In, in the Big 12, the team that's picked to finish 10th, the team that returned two guys, like that's that's pretty remarkable. So 
Um, they've done an awesome job. Um, you know, even if they go in the NCAA tournament, they lose their first game. This season is a huge success. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to look at it. Although some fans would say, "Well, heck, we get a little taste of winning. Now we want to go win a national yeah. championship." Some people want to take those expectations and, and really balloon them to to a to a size that's just way way too big. But you just brought up the NCAA tournament there with K State. I know it depends on matchups, so on and so forth. But how how deep can this K State team go? Is it is it Elite Eight? Is it Final Four? Is it Sweet 16, how deep can this K-State team go? Uh, I think there's probably Kansas, Texas, Baylor, Kansas State, TCU. I'd say those five teams um, are all good enough to go on a Final Four run. Um, so, you know, I, I think K-State's in that in that category. I mean, um, you, the, the one thing you really like about K-State is with Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, you're always going to have two of the best players on the floor. Um, not many teams have a you know a, a, a twosome that, that's that good, um, and then you know it's been big that, that Desi's playing well and, and kind of giving them a, a, a third score that is maybe a little more. Um, you know, if he can do that consistently, then that offense is pretty good. And um, you know, I, I, I think the the defense has, has has been pretty good. You know, 13th best in the country adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, that's that's really really good, and, and you know that's where Jerome Tang is always. And the strength of his is, is coaching defense. He was in charge of the defense at Baylor. So um, I think they also do a really good job of, of, of prep. You know, I've, I've had the chance to kind of see, see how the sausage is made behind the scenes. I, I think that they, they do a really good job in scouting, and, um, you know, they'll be prepared for an NCAA tournament setting. So, um, yeah, I, I think they have a chance to go deep, but the, the tournament is fickle and it's crazy, and, you know, things can happen, <laughs> and you can learn, lose early too. So, um but they, they've, they've got the pieces to, to go on a pretty good run because of those two two dudes. C.J. Moore from The Athletic here on the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. C.J., you brought up TCU. I know you like them going into the Big 12 tournament. They're going to be tough out, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, if, 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 I, uh, if I was, like, placing a wager in, in Vegas, let's say, and I, I wanted to pick a team that didn't have the highest odds that would pay out a little bit more, um, I think you, you wouldn't be bad to pick TCU to win that Big 12 tournament. Like um, their A game is about as good as anybody's A game in the country. Because I mean, we like that, those dudes went into Allen Fieldhouse and, and blew out the Jayhawks. So that, that doesn't happen very often. Mike Miles is one of the hardest guards in the cover to cover in the country. Um, you know, they're they're finally getting healthy. I, I think if they'd been healthy, they'd they'd be up near that top mix in the Big 12. You know, finishing maybe second, third. So I, I I think that's a team that, that definitely keep your eyes on because um, they struggle to shoot the outside shot and that worries me. But defensively they're pretty good and, and going from defense to offense there's nobody better at, at in, in transition than college basketball. Okay, so if you were to rank the Big Twelve tournament and and who would maybe be in the favorites Kansas one, TCU two, Baylor three. Uh, sounds about right. K State okay. and Baylor probably pretty close. Um, you know, Baylor, I, I really worry about their defense. Um, sure. so, so K State, you know, maybe, maybe even a hair above Baylor, but, um, yeah, that's, that'd be about accurate. Okay. Well, can't wait. Uh, we'll be in Kansas City next week. So we'll be covering it. We're, we're, we're jacked <laughs> because there's no doubt that there's going to be some good basketball <laughs> there at the, at the T Mobile Center. Tonight, Wichita State's taking on Houston, the number one team in the country. 
is Houston. Can, can the Cougars, are they truly uh, in a position to where they win a national championship this year? Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, in, in terms of teams that I trust, um, this, this, this everybody's got their warts this year, you know. Um, but Houston is probably the most complete. Um, you know, the only team to, to rank in the top ten at Ken Palm in both offense and, and defense. Um, their defense, I have a story coming out on it right before the NCAA tournament happens that, that week. Um, you know, just they they can dominate a game with their physicality. They almost attack you on the defensive end. Um, really, really good defensive team as they were last year and the year before that and the year before that. Um, but then their offense is a little better this year than it, than it was last year because Marcus Sasser's back. He can really shoot the heck out of it. Um, you know, Jarris Walker gives them kind of a stretch four matchup problem. Um, and then, you know, obviously they're always going to hit the offensive class and dominate you there. So they know who they are and how they win. And I, I think that's really important in, in March to kind of know what your identity is. And um, that, that's a team that, that nobody wants to play because even if you beat them, you're going to leave it bruised. <laughs> I think that's very accurate. Uh, when Wichita State took them on here in Wichita, I think everyone was just stunned that they had rebounded Houston by seven. And they had more offensive rebounds than Houston. It's like, what just happened? Did that happen? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, put, put, put that on a banner. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's what I said earlier. We were just talking about that yeah. in hour number one. It's like, how many times has Houston been out rebounded this season? Like it can't it can't be more than than, than twice would be my guess, but I could be wrong. I don't know. So uh, they've they've certainly been impressive. What about Alabama? Alabama dealing with with their stuff there. I know Nate Oaks been there for a little bit. You 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 look at uh, you know what he said and, and his comments, and of course you know everyone's trying to figure out what's going there for for Alabama. Can that derail this Alabama team, or are they that darn talented that maybe they can ignore that? Uh, I, I, I think having that much drama around you is, will probably get to you eventually. Um, but you know, who knows in a, in a 40 minute game, uh, you just got to concentrate on in those 40 minutes. Right. Um, so, you know, they're going to have a shot to, to, to get to a final four, but I, I sure hope not because then the story will all be, you know, we'll be talking about something other than basketball and, and uh, that, that's probably my most disappointing thing about this college basketball season is the biggest storylines, um, you know, about stuff that's happening off the court. It, okay, last one. Is there a team going into March Madness that you are like, all right, this is a team that's getting overlooked, but they, they deserve a little bit more love? I know Marquette has had a phenomenal season. Uh, you have Purdue with, with Edie and what he can do. Um, I know Tennessee just, just suffered a little bit of a blow and, and at, at Miami, I think, is interesting. I know they just lost to Florida State, too, but they certainly had some talent. Is there any particular team outside the Big 12 that sort of catches your eye going into the NCAA tournament in just a couple of weeks? Yeah, well, you know, inside the Big 12, I think TCU will be one of those teams. Um, you mentioned Marquette. Um, I'll go ahead and say them because, um, you know, I think because the teams that are in the Big East are on Fox and people don't always find that on the – on the dial, <laughs> they're more tuned into the ESPN <laughs> games. Yeah, um, do yourself a favor and watch Marquette because it's my favorite team to watch in college basketball. 
And um, I, you know, I'll be pulling for those guys just because I want to see them continue to play because they're really, really fun. So maybe I'll say Marquette. They do some interesting things offensively. I've written about them this year. Um, that's a little bit different than, than you know, most the way most teams play. Um, super fun to watch. Shaka's done a really good job. The, and the Big East, you take the top five teams in the Big East, um, I would say that that top of half of that league compares to, to what the Big 12 is. Now, they don't have the depth at the bottom. They're not as nearly as good. Um, but those top five could, could do well in the Big 12. And Connecticut, Creighton, Xavier, Marquette, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of those four in Houston at the Final Four. And, and Nova's catching on late, too, and getting hot. Yeah. Um, if they if they find a way to sneak into the tournament, um, they could be a dangerous too. Yeah, I'll write that down. That way, uh, when we get a little bit closer to our bracket challenge, I'll make sure to keep a close eye out on the big East foes there uh, for the NCAA tournament. CJ, you're the best. Thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, hopping on the show. You enjoy yourself at Big 12 tournament next week in the NCAA tournament. All right. Thanks, man. That's it. That, that is C.J. Moore from The Athletic here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Always love talking to C.J., talking KU and K-State, obviously, primarily focusing on that, but looking at some of the other teams in the NCAA as we approach March Madness, you, you probably need some help when it comes to your bracket challenge. You want to win your office pool, so on and so forth. Well, follow C.J. Moore C.J. Moore Hoops. It will certainly help you out. I can promise you that. Before we take a break, got to remind you, right now it is happy hour at Twin Peaks. Ridge and Taft, 21st and Rock, two locations here in Wichita. It is Lent. It is going on. So if you're participating in that, Twin Peaks has you covered for Lent. Try the fish and chips, my personal favorite. Bundled with a 22-ounce draft for a steal on Fridays or reel in one of their other seafood options, like blackened fish tacos. They were huge when we ordered them last time. Shrimp Caesar and char-grilled salmon. Sounds delicious. Yeah, another Friday for Lent taking place tomorrow for me. So maybe I'll go to Twin Peaks when it comes to that. But right now it's happy hour. And whatever your preference is, they have everything, man. Tequila cocktails, an extensive bourbon category, top-shelf spirits, cocktails served over ice balls, local craft beers, handcrafted whiskey cocktails, 29-degree man-sized drafts. They got it all. It's the Lodge, Twin Peaks, Ridge and Taft, out west, 21st and Rock, out east. That is Twin Peaks. Three-question Thursday, just down the line, and some more Wichita State tickets to give away. But right now, we'll take a break and come back with some NFL Combine stories to get into. That's next year on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You already know Eaton Roofing and Exteriors does roof repairs. It's right there in our name. But have you thought about what comes after the and? Exteriors. Eaton offers high-quality windows, doors, siding, and decks. Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Here for the life of your home. Call 316-943-0600 or visit eatonroofing.com. Your hometown roofing company. Bye. 
finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens Find Direct coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. When you need to talk Medicare, Walgreens is here. Start shopping today at walgreens.com/medicare. Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com/local. Specific markets, restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. Listen, you don't need to fix your skin. You need to find what works for your skin. So get to know all your skincare options at Ulta Beauty's Love Your Skin event happening now. Discover Daily Beauty steals a 50% off faves like Tula, Osea, and Maylie's Cosmetics. Plus, find weekly wellness deals of 30% off brands like Truly, Love Wellness, and Foria. You're in your skin 24/7. Make it a place you love to be. Hurry, this event ends January 21st. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. You might get wireless data everywhere. But do you have to use it all the time? If that's not really you, this track phone. You can get the same nationwide 5G coverage as big carriers, but you pick a plan that you need for a lot less. Unlimited talk and text plans start at $15 a month no contract. And now get a Nokia C100 for just $39.99. Track phone. Now you're in control. While supplies last, one month equals 30 days. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage and speed may vary. Hey, Wichita State diehards, there's one more home game left for the men's basketball regular season as your Shockers play USF on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Want to go? Then listen to the Shane Dennis Show from 12 to 2 and the Pulse with me, Pat Strompman, from 2 to 4 every day this week for your chance to win. Plus, Wichita State baseball is at home this weekend. We'll be giving away tickets to that as well. Locking in to Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3. Hi, hello, and welcome back to the 1983 National Football League draft. And with the first round, pick, John Elway, Jim Kelly. Welcome back to the draft. And with the first round, pick, Dan Marino, Bruno, NFL draft. And with the first round, pick, Deion Sanders. I was kind of scared. I thought the show was going to take me. I would have asked for so much money that I had to put me on layaway. Welcome back to the NFL draft. Good young players with the draft all about. Here and in your out. Welcome back Jack. to the draft. You have to be speechless. Man, DJ Steve Porter. I've never heard this before. You never watched these on ESPN? I like. I don't recognize this. Oh, this one's the best. <laughs> wow. This is something. I encourage you to watch the whole video. Okay. I'll do that later on. Man, that is something. Absolutely something. Okay, then. And here I was, Jack. I was set to ask you about what C.J. Moore had to say about Marquette. I guess we're past that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't go back to college basketball. Now oh, we, we can always NFL. pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you for your thoughts on what you had to say about Marquette. 
Because I think it's interesting listening to him talk about Marquette because I, I, I like what Shaka Smart has done at Marquette. Yeah, I mean, Marquette, I think, has kind of flown under the radar all season long. And it's a little bit unfair to Marquette because you go back, what, 10, 15 years ago, and if you were the winner of the Big East, that meant something. I think now in today's game, you know, you're at the top half of the Big East. It doesn't have the same feel anymore, and maybe that's why Marquette has flown under the radar so much. However, I like what Shaka Smart has done, but I've been taught over the last five to six years you can't trust Shaka Smart as a high seed in the NCAA tournament. He did well Not wrong. with VCU, Not wrong. but we saw. Man, did, did he ever get out of the first weekend with Texas? I don't think he did. <sighs> I don't look. believe he did. I think even the best team he had at Texas, they lost to Abilene Christian in the first round. Yep, let me look. So at Texas, round of 64. Round of 64. Postseason canceled due to COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I do like Marquette a lot. I wouldn't be thrilled if they ended up in KU's bracket or if you're a K State fan if they end up in your bracket. But the fact that they're I think right now a two seed, whew, it shows you what what Shaka Smart has been able to do in such a short time with Marquette. But like I said, I just don't know if I can jump back on the Shaka Smart bandwagon because we've seen this story before. <laughs> you know, we, we know how this story ends, and I don't want to jinx anything, but I don't know if I would pick Marquette to go past uh, the round of 32. We'll see. All depends on those matchups again. Just FYI. All depends on that. All right, well, welcome back into the Pulse <laughs> here on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson, Pat Stratham with you. Coming up, we'll have a three-question Thursday with Jack. Also, we'll give away some Wichita State baseball tickets here in just a little bit. Jack, I was fully prepared to talk about the latest storylines from the combine. However, might have to pivot, or maybe we'll just go ahead and uh, talk about it tomorrow. I'll, I'll leave it up to you because I don't have everything in front of me. So my bumper music just means nothing now. Well, <laughs> here's here's what I got to bring up. So Benjamin Albright, you know who that is? I do. Well, he was asked about DeAndre Hopkins. You know what he said? I did see what he said. I'm hearing Kansas City's the primary suitor there. DeAndre Hopkins. Albright noted that doesn't think Arizona could get a first-rounder, but they could probably get a second. We've talked about this before. And who was it? Was it Matt Derrick that said pretty much anyone that's a free agent that's a wide receiver is going to be linked to Kansas City? Because it's true. So maybe it's the same thing when it comes to big-time receivers. But D-Hop, supposedly, the primary suitor is Kansas City, according to Benjamin Albright. Yeah, we'll just put a cap on that. <laughs> we'll just put a cap on that. Maybe we can save it for tomorrow and call it good. Because I'm not sure if I'm ready to really unload that box on the fly. I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, I guess. I just don't understand why you would pull the trigger for DeAndre Hopkins if you looked at Tyreek Hill and said, hey, here's the deal. He said, nah, okay, well, we're going to trade you, get five draft picks and call it good. Why would you want to trade for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins and be prepared for a cap hit? I I, I don't know. I, I get Kansas City needs some wide receivers. And you should probably exhaust your options. And if you're Kansas City, I'm sure 
I don't know if Brett Feach would make that a number one option on his list for wide receivers, but maybe it is an option just in case if everything goes downhill when it comes to free agency. Maybe you don't get the guy that you want in the draft and so on and so forth, but I just can't can't picture it. Can't picture it. All right, fine, Jack. Since you play the music, we got to hey, talk I'm, a little bit about the NFL draft. I'm willing to talk both, man. I got D Hop stuff right in front of me right now. I can go both ways. No, we're gonna wait. <laughs> we're gonna wait tomorrow. We're gonna wait tomorrow with D Hop because we'll make it a Final Four Friday question. That's what we'll do. We'll turn it into a Final Four Friday question. By the way, we're going to release the Twitter poll questions tonight, this evening. Just FYI, we're going to get ahead of things. That way, it allows you to get in more votes. So that's our plan of attack. We'll have four Twitter poll questions coming up this evening, right after the show. I don't know what those four questions are, but I think DeAndre Hopkins is certainly going to make the list now. KUK State probably already on the list. And maybe some more stuff involving the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see. But that will take place after the show so we can get a head start for it tomorrow here on the program, which will feature... Uh, a couple different guests, Sully Ingles being one of them. And Ben Hartman's going to be on the show, head groundskeeper here for the Wichita Wind Search. And the reason is, is because I saw an article about the field for the Super Bowl. If there's one guy who knows grass and fields, it's him. And when I called him earlier, he goes, absolutely. So I feel like I could block out the entire first hour for Ben because Ben could probably fill it. Now, we're not going to talk a full 60, 60 minutes with Ben, but we'll spend a good chunk of time talking to Ben tomorrow. Should be a good show. All right. Since Jack played that fancy, fancy tune, I really don't have, and maybe you have more in front of you, Jack. If you want to throw in some stuff here, I just want to take a look at a few headlines, one being Jalen Carter. He returned to the NFL scouting combine today. A day after the former Georgia star was arrested on charges of reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a Bulldogs teammate and a recruiting staff member. He returned to the combine to finish interviews with teams and measurements, among other activities. He had not been expected to participate in workouts on the combine even before his arrest on Wednesday. How far does he drop, Jack, or does he not drop at all? Well, in the latest mock draft I saw, he did drop a little bit in the first round, but of course they posted Bond this morning. You know, it, it's going to be something we're going to have to gauge and watch. I don't think he's going to go number one overall anymore like Bucky Brooks had him in his mock draft yesterday morning, even before this news came out. I do think he drops a little bit, though. I don't think he'll drop as far as you're thinking second or third round because he's just too damn good of a player, and I think with the way this will all shake out legally – I don't think he's going to get into, the, into trouble in the sense of where he won't be able to play football in year one or year two. Like I still think there's going to be a team that takes a chance on him with the first, let's go, 13 or 14 picks. So I think he drops a few spots in the first round. But again, when you are a number one overall pick, or at least projected to be one of those guys that could, you're not falling that late in the first round. Fair enough. All right. You already have stuff in front of you. So what did you want to bring to the table? Here for this one. You already brought up how you have all these mock drafts pulled up. Is is oh. Anthony is Anthony Richardson trending to be the number one quarterback drafted? See, I have seen a couple mock drafts with Anthony Richardson going uh, early on. I've also seen one where Indianapolis trades up with Chicago. 
they then would take Bryce Young. Then the second pick, I want to say, would go to – they had another trade that happens there. Maybe it was Carolina moving up and taking Will Levis. I've seen C.J. Stroud go – C.J. Stroud's been the only guy I haven't seen move up any higher than fifth because then you have Will Anderson going fourth or fifth. Uh, you then had a guy like uh, Carter, Jalen Carter, going top five. You know, I think it's almost all set in stone that at least – I want to say three quarterbacks will be taken in the top five. Anthony Richardson was a guy I think probably two or three months ago wasn't in the radar to be in the top five, mainly because Florida really wasn't in the limelight this year. But you talk about a guy that oozes NFL superstar talent. Anthony Have Richardson. Have you seen his highlights? Yeah. Like he that one highlight where he's just bouncing around and throws a dime. I remember seeing that highlight, and I'm like, yeah, that guy, I'd, I'd take that guy if I was looking for a quarterback. I'd take my chances on that guy over Bryce Young. He just he just oozes that talent, as you brought up. Yeah, and there's also a stigma against Alabama quarterbacks. Hey, I love Bryce Young, but he is a bit undersized. And uh, the most recent mock draft on CBS done by Josh Edwards, this was about seven hours ago, he has the Indianapolis Colts trading with Chicago taking Bryce Young one overall. So I actually did find a mock draft that has C.J. Stroud going high. He has him going second to the Texans. He has Jalen Carter only falling two spots, going to Arizona at three. Then the Bears, after trading with Indianapolis uh, with that top pick, they then would take Will Anderson at four. And then how about this? Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, going fifth to the Seattle Seahawks, where, of course, the Denver Broncos would have taken or picked at least if they didn't trade away their pick to get Russell Wilson. <laughs> either willow, 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 willow. What else you got? Anything? Uh, well, if you want to know where Will Levis and Anthony Richardson fall in this mock draft, they actually have Anthony Richardson going to the Las Vegas Raiders. So maybe out on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes and maybe just trying to start their rebuild now. Go with a younger quarterback like Anthony I mean, the Richardson. the Raiders need to. They need mm-hmm. to find their franchise quarterback. They need to. Don't don't take a rental. That's not going to do you any good. At least I don't think so. I know you got Devontae Adams and, yeah, I know Aaron Rodgers is boys with them, but there's no need to take mm-hmm. a rental if if you feel like this. There's a quarterback of the future right here in this draft. By golly, you find a way to get it done. If that's C.J. Stroud, if that's Bryce Young, if you find a way to trade up for Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, whatever. If you feel like the quarterback of the future is in this draft, you better get the job done. Don't sit here and wait thinking that something else is going to happen. Get it done now because Patrick Mahomes, just telling you, he's going to be a part of the league for a little bit while longer. So you might want to go ahead and get your your quarterback of the future done right now. I thought this would be kind of a, a fun thing to see with Houston next year and this mock draft as well with the Texans picking 12th. They got him taking Quentin Johnston, so that would mean the Texans would have the number one quarterback by position rank in, or excuse me, the second-ranked quarterback in C.J. Stroud, then getting C.J. Stroud a number one weapon in the T.C. wide receiver, Quinnen Johnston. Uh, also, your guy, Broderick Jones, he's going to Pittsburgh in this mock draft. 17th I saw, I, I saw, I saw he's, he's, a, he's a guy that could be in the top 15, mm-hmm. which is why I'm like, man, if you found a way to follow the Kansas City, that'd be great. Does Kansas City trade up? In this mock draft, or are you just asking me personally? Yeah. Um, well, in the mock draft, they don't have him trading up. I, okay. I, I think, you know, 
In Kansas City, wouldn't that be kind of a kick-ass thing to do? Could you imagine that place if Kansas City moved up to, let's say, like 18 or 19, and everybody's seeing how the draft falls, and you just kind of feel like somebody's waiting there? Maybe a guy like Quinton Johnston somehow falls to like 18 or 19, and the Chiefs trade up. That place would erupt. But in would, this, you, would you take would you take him over Jalen Hyatt? I would, because that's who they actually have the Chiefs taking at 31 here. Uh, but I also think... And Jalen Hyatt, I'm just telling you right now, if you're talking to him there in Phoenix, I want Jalen Hyatt to be a part of the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, he was a fantastic interview. He was he probably was my favorite. He was fantastic. He was awesome. He was, he was a, great. A very high IQ player, it sounded like, uh, down there interviewing you one-on-one. I guess I'm... The reason I would go after Quinn and Johnson because I've always been this way with Chiefs wide receivers. Why? I know, because he's six foot four. I w- <laughs> yeah, I was saying. I, because I think, he's a possession possession receiver. Yeah, you already have Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony of smaller bodied receivers. You can't load up your what's, roster. What's with, the What's the last time a possession receiver worked out for Keith? When's the last time they did it? Oh, Jonathan Baldwin. Well, that's a six six type of guy. I mean, you're talking about. I'll just take anybody over six one. I'll take two. Take two inches off, then it's fine. If he's six four, he's okay. But six six now. Now we're just talking about ogres here. They're just they can't move. You tell me a six six wide Jack, receiver Jack, in the NFL. Jack's calling. Jack's calling. Calling me out. Six foot seven dude over here going. Ah, you big ogre. You. You're a big donkey if you're a six six wide receiver. Well, what position did you play in high school? <laughs> Left tag. There you go. So I think my point stands. Uh, there's not many six six receivers in the NFL, but I think you want to go after uh, if you're trying to find the number one wide receiver instead of a a three or four down the road. Hell, I think Quinton Johnson can be that guy. It's not going to be Marquez Valdez Scantling, Marquez Valdez Scantling, or Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore. I like Jalen Hyatt a lot. I like his like his film. I like what I saw at Tennessee, but. I don't know if if you can ever find a number one type of target in there. I think the only number one target, honestly, in this draft for a wide receiver position, it's Quinton Johnson. I don't think it's right. particularly close after that. So if you want to trade up there, like a Jordison, Jordan Addison, he's a smaller guy out of USC. It's pretty much Quinton Johnson, and that's it. If you wanted to go after a number one wide receiver, but you also, we've talked about this before, you could sit back on your heels and say, why the hell do we need a number one? We didn't have one last year. I don't think we needed one in the draft, only if that player fell to us. I think if the Chiefs were to trade up, you're probably looking at an edge rusher or an offensive lineman. I feel like this is going to be a weekly segment here with, with Jack Johnson until the draft. We're just going to play the, the bump and have him have him just just lick his chops for a 6'4 wide receiver and all that wonderful stuff. He'll just tell you about all the latest mock drafts that he read the, the night before. I, I am looking at this one mock draft. I do think it's interesting. Uh, Miles Murphy of Clemson. Yes. See, that's yeah. weird. I saw that one, too. I don't see how he's going to fall to Kansas City. And almost every I know. one I saw, he's right. like top because, 12. Because he's he's a, he's the number two defensive lineman in the in the draft. So if you're going to be that darn high, like I don't know how he's going to fall. Because if you can get a guy that can disrupt things in the middle for your next Chris Jones, I mean, that, that would be that'd be great just saying for Kansas City. And that's the thing. The, the point is, this Kansas City Chiefs team, they really could go just best player available and just, just call it good. They really could. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> uh, we were able to finish it out. There you go, Jack. You're welcome. Your your bump didn't go for naught, so it wasn't wasted. Let's give away some tickets. I'm going to throw a twist on this. So if you're a Wichita State baseball fan, it it is the home first home series of the year. I'm going to do this. We have a family four-pack of tickets to tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We have that. 
If you can't go to that, I'm going to give you your choice. If you can't go to the one tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I'm going to give you your choice. You could go Saturday at 1 o'clock or Sunday at 1 o'clock. Wichita State baseball tickets, be caller number 3, 316-669-4996. You get your choice. Tomorrow at 3, Saturday at 1, or Sunday at 1. Digital tickets, I got the hookup. It's opening weekend at Wichita State at X Stadium. Your choice if you're calling number 3, 316-669-4996. Best of luck. All right, we wrap up the show next, Three Question Thursday. It's the Pulse on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hey, Wichita, make the most out of your summer with a new boat. Don't miss the Marine World Boat Show Saturday, March 25th at 7979 West Kellogg. Huge preseason discounts on industry-leading wakeboard and pontoon boats. Food trucks for lunch and raffles all day long. You will get huge discounts at the Marine World's Boat Show on Saturday, March 25th at 7979 West Kellogg starting at 9 a.m. Family-owned and operated, Marine World is ready to make you a part of the Marine World family. Are you considering a remodeling project for your home? While many remodeling companies come and go, more than 20,000 extremely satisfied customers have chosen Southwestern Remodeling over the course of nearly 50 years in business. We believe the reason for our longevity and proven success stems from our processes that consistently drive excellence. From the initial in-home consultation into the design process and through product and finish selection, you are accompanied by one of our project consultants assisting in every step along the way. Once construction begins, your consultant will stay involved in support our dedicated field staff of 32 true employee craftsmen through the process of turning your remodeling dream into a reality. If you're ready to experience the difference a truly professional firm with nearly five decades spent perfecting a truly unique process brings to the table, we would love the opportunity to become a part of your remodeling transformation. Give the Southwestern Remodeling Team a call at 263-1239. Stop by our showroom at 134 North Elizabeth or view our project galleries online at southwesternremodeling.com. Hi, this is Brian Davis from Davis Ricker Outlet. Blake, where are our locations at? Well, we've got three across the greater Wichita area at Kellogg and Tyler, 21st and Amadon, and 13th and Waco. Have you downloaded our app yet? It's easy to find and easy to use. That's right. You can use it to browse our inventory and order online. Plus, we've got plenty of other goodies you can pick up on your trip, from firewood to cups and glassware. For more information, visit us online at davislickeroutlet.com to sign up for monthly coupons and find a location nearest you. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st and Meridian. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and want out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800 429 3200. 800 429 3200. 800 429 3200. Good morning. I'm back. 
Well, first of all, sorry I'm late, but I'm oh happy to be back. Jack, what are you I'm doing to this show? What are you doing? I want to say. I'm amazing. We're good. You know, when you come back from the break with this, I think that it's like an ad for ESPN, so I don't talk for a second, but now you bob your head. I'm not bobbing my head. Oh. What, what, so what is this? Press hop two. If I got some free time, I'll check it out. I just don't know what to make of it right now. Congratulations. Congratulations, Stephen. He's going to see Wichita State baseball this weekend. Did he indicate what day? Uh, he Jack? did not tell me which day on the phone, but I thought that'd be hashed out through email okay. or phone number. I'll figure it out. Just figure out I'd ask you. Coming up, we have the program with Saran Petro. Then we do have some overtime tonight. And we do have the Jerome Tang Show starting at 7 o'clock. So some good stuff coming up here on the channel. Three question Thursday time. Question Jack, number go because we got like two yes. two minutes. Question number one is a quarterback taken number one overall in the draft? Yes. Oh God, not even giving me a time to think here. Okay. Um, <laughs> question number that's, that's an easy yes or no. I so didn't know if like, you were going to yes. elaborate on so, it. Okay. Uh, we just got done talking about it. Okay. The, 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 the team if the Bears are going to trade, they seem like they're going to trade away because they understand that there are teams that need franchise quarterbacks. Someone's going to bite. I don't know who it's going to be. The Colts probably will bite because the Colts, they're the Colts. They've they've gone through uh, an open door at quarterback for the last so many years. So there's your answer. The Colts are going to trade up for the number one. Question number two, Houston gets the number one overall seeder. Will they? Probably. Because if you look at the AAC, they should win the night against Wichita State. I don't see them stumbling in the AAC tournament. So, sure, they'll get the number one overall seed. And lastly, will Wichita State make the NCAA tournament in the next two seasons? That's a good one. Will Wichita State make the NCAA tournament in the next two seasons? My guess is probably no. They are playing good basketball right now. Not saying that they're going to go on and win the AAC. Not what I'm getting at. It'll be curious to see what this team's going to look like next year. That's the problem of, of not knowing if they're going to make the NCAA tournament because I don't know who's going to return, who they're going to go out and replace them guys with. It's just that's going to be the new future at Wichita State. I know some people don't like that, but when it comes to senior day, you're not going to have guys that have been around for four years standing in front of a crowd and getting roses thrown at their feet. That time is, I think, over, especially at this level. Just the way it goes. All right, we are done with the show. If you missed any of the show, which featured C.J. Moore from The Athletic, also Craig Porter Jr. and Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler, if you missed any of that, podcast page, ESPNWichita.com, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Stroutman saying so long, Wichita. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock here on ESPN Wichita.
Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.